others along the wall to his right. Speaking of evil, all men are capable of gossip, don't you think? Kevin asked. Undoubtedly. Do you think the bishop does gossip sometimes? The dean's answer waited three steps. We are all human. They came to the large door that opened to the central campus, and Dr. Francis pushed it open. Despite the ocean breezes, Long Beach could not escape periodic stretches of oppressive heat. The Divinity School of the Pacific South was at a glance statelier and more modern than its parent, the Episcopal Seminary in Berkeley. Here was the real world, made up of normal people with sensible histories and ordinary families pursuing an admirable profession. Kevin, on the other hand, was a 28-year-old convert who really had no business attending seminary at all, much less leading a flock one day. Not because he didn't have honorable intent, but because he was Kevin Parson, who had really only discovered his spiritual side for the first time three years ago. In spite of his wholehearted embrace of the church, he still felt no more holy and maybe less than any drunk on the street might. Not even the dean knew his whole story, and Kevin wasn't sure the man would be so supportive if he did. "'You have a brilliant mind, Kevin,' the dean said, gazing out at the grounds. "'But believe me, the deepest questions can drive a man mad. The problem of evil is one of those questions. You'd be wise to court it slowly.' Kevin looked into the graying man's eyes, and for a moment neither spoke. Kevin liked this man as much as he might like a father. "'You're a wise man, Dr. Francis. Thanks. I'll see you in class next week.' Kevin took one step down to the concrete landing and turned back. "'Just one last thought. In absolute terms, gossip isn't so different from murder, right?' "'Ultimately, no. Then the bishop is ultimately capable of murder, isn't he?' The dean lifted his right eyebrow. "'That's a bit of a stretch.' Kevin smiled. "'Not really. Neither is more evil.' You've made your point, Kevin. I'll be sure to warn the bishop against any sudden urges to kill his fellow man. Kevin chuckled and headed for the parking lot. He was changing, wasn't he? The hope of change was why he'd chosen to become a priest in the first place. He'd escaped the demons of his past and began a new life as a new creature. He had put his old self in the grave, and despite the lingering memories, he was coming to life like an aspen in the spring. So much change in so little time— God willing, the past would remain buried. He swung his beige sable out of the lot and merged with the steady flow of traffic on Long Beach Boulevard. Evil, the problem of evil, like traffic, never-ending. On the other hand, grace and love weren't exactly running scared, were they? He had more to be thankful for than he ever imagined possible. A fine school with fine teachers, his own home. He might not have a rack of friends to call on at his every whim, but he did have a few— one at least. Dr. John Francis liked him. Okay, so he had a ways to go on the social front. Samantha had called him, though. They'd talked twice in the last two weeks. Now there was a friend. Maybe more than a... His cell phone chirped loudly from the cup holder, and he lifted the phone to his ear. Hello? Hello, Kevin. How are you doing, my old friend? Quite well, from what I can gather. The world around Kevin faded. He brought the car to a halt behind the sea of red taillights and focused on this voice on the phone. I'm sorry, I, I don't think... It doesn't matter if you know me. I know you. In fact, if you really think you're cut out for this seminary foolishness, I must say, I know you better than you know yourself. I don't know who you think you are, but I don't have a clue what you're talking... Don't be stupid. The man took a deep, scratchy breath. 
It's time to quit pretending, Kevin. It's time to let the cat out of the bag, and I'm going to help you do it. Who, who is this? You like games, don't you, Kevin? Okay, Kevin said. Enough. I don't know what... Enough? No, I don't think so. The game is just starting. Only this one's for real. Will the real Kevin Parson please stand up? I thought about killing you, but I've decided this will be much better. This... this will destroy you. Kevin stared ahead, dumbfounded. You may call me Richard Slater. Ring any bells? Actually, I prefer Slater, and here's the game Slater would like to play. I will give you exactly three minutes to call the newspaper and confess your sin, or I will blow that silly sable you call a car sky high. Sin? What are you talking about? That's the question, isn't it? I knew you'd forget, you stupid.